Hi, welcome to The Pipeline, all things CD and DevOps podcast by the CD Foundation. I am your host, Jacqueline Salinas, Director of Ecosystem and Community Development. Thank you so much for joining us. Today is episode six of season two, and I am joined by our community member, Zainab Abubakar. She is a software engineer and technical writer with over four years of experience developing, testing, and maintaining enterprise software applications. Passionate about contributing to open source, improving technical documentation, and advocating for gender diversity in open source collaboration. She is featured in the top 10 contributors shaping the future of CD and DevOps by the CD Foundation. She's also reached and impacted over 300 African women in tech in 2020 through planned programs and initiatives at SheCode Africa. Welcome, Zainab. It is a pleasure to have you here today. Our main topic is going to be diving into her experience as our technical writer for Google Season of Docs. And also she's here to talk to us more about SheCode Africa. But before we dive into our main topic, I always invite our guests to share their DevOps journey. Can you share with us what your DevOps journey was like, Zaina? All right. Um, thank you very much. So um, I'm Zainab open source um, programs manager for SheCode Africa and a software engineer at InterSwitch Group. So I'll say um, my DevOps journey started at InterSwitch Group, um, where I'm currently a software engineer, having to, um, I'm a backend engineer, <laughs> let me add that. So having to um, build softwares and develop software in InterSwitch engineering, um, we also have to work with um, CI/CD tools to build and deploy this software to production. So um, this is where I first um, had my experience with DevOps. Um, I started with learning how to use tools like Jenkins and um, Spinnaker. And from then on, my interest grew. So um, at InterSwitch Engineering, the structure we have is we have um, developers and we also have a dedicated DevOps teams that um, manages our pipelines and, you know, our applications. But um, as a developer, you still have to understand how to run these pipelines, how to push your code um, from test environments up until... Um, production, in short, from your local machine to test the environment, then to production. And this is where it all started for me. Um, for me. So um, in the midst of all this, learning how to use Jenkins, how to use Spinnaker, my interest grew, and I found myself relating more with the DevOps teams and, you know, going out, <laughs> out of even my normal role to try and understand more um, setting up Azure, setting up tools and all that. And this is where it, um, the interest grew for me. But I'm still understanding the fact that my role is um, more of a back-end engineer. So there are things that I really wasn't exposed to as a back-end engineer. And this um, led me to open source. So um, when Google Season of Docs came out and I saw Jenkins as part of the organizations, I felt like this was the opportunity I've always been looking for to get deeper into DevOps. And um, that was why I selected Jenkins as an organization because I already had interest in using it um, while at InterSwitch. And this is how it started for me. That is awesome. 
Can you tell us more about, well, let's back up. What is Google Season of Docs for those that don't know? Um, so Google Season of Docs is an open source programs for um, technical writers. It's um, like a three-month program where technical writers um, work with open source organizations um, to improve their documentation and they get paid um, a stipend at the end of the day. So um, that's what Google Season of Docs is. Great. Tell us about your experience. Um, I know that there were a few community members from the CDF that were your mentors. There was Marky. Um, there was also Mark Waite. Mark Waite. And um, also Oleg. And yeah. Um, Oleg started up as my mentor, but he had to drop off along the line due to other engagements. But um that was when uh, Mackie replaced him. I didn't think Mackie started off as a mentor. And I have Christian also. Very great. Yeah, tell us about your experience. Tell us um, what that process was like for you. Wow. So um, Google Season of Dogs was a really um, wonderful experience for me in the sense that um, it helped me um, improve my skills and also gain more knowledge. And I was doing something that I really had um, interest and passion for. So um, uh, my project with Jenkins was to um, document Jenkins on Kubernetes. And um, Kubernetes is actually a popular thing for Jenkins users. But when I started Google Season of Docs with um, program with Jenkins, there was actually no um, existing documentation for Kubernetes on Jenkins.io um, documentation platform. So um, my project was to actually create some content and push um, out some content on Jenkins on Kubernetes. And this was what I worked on. So it was a really amazing experience for me because I had mentors that were always ready to help. They were always ready to work with me and started by planning out the structure of the content we wanted to put out, what were the things we wanted to see on Jenkins on Kubernetes. And when we had this down, we started working on the actual documentation. Another thing that also made... Um, this um, program and amazing experience for me was um, the knowledge sharing sessions. So aside my mentors, I also had members of the communities that were ready to help, um, like um, Thorsten Walker that gave um, a knowledge sharing session on Helm. And um, Maki also gave a knowledge um, sharing session on Helm and Katakoda. So this um, really, really helped. This really helped improve my experience with the Jenkins community during the Google Season of Docs program. And even um, made me to continue contributing to the Jenkins organization even after the Google Season of Docs program. So, um, yeah, it was an amazing experience, but not to say that there weren't challenges anyways, but overall. Yeah, I was, really I was going to ask that next. I was like, what were some of the biggest challenges you faced during this program? Well, um, so one of the biggest challenge I faced was um, system requirements, my PC. Um, so I use a Windows laptop and... Um, most of the existing material on Jenkins.io, as regards um, setting up the documentation itself and running it locally, was more suited 
um, for Linux users. So I had to find a way around this. I, I didn't envisage this initially. I didn't um, know this was going to be a blocker or a challenge for me initially. So it took a while before, um, I think Maki just raised it in um, the meeting one day. Are you able to run this locally? And I tried it and found out that I had issues. At the end of the day, I had to start um, an Ubuntu VM on my Windows box for me to be able to run Jenkins.io locally. But um, at the end of the day, I'll say this also turned out to be an advantage because um, I was now able to um, work on the documentation in a way to suit both um, Windows and Linux users. So I had this, this um, challenge made me have this at the back of my mind. Okay, if you're able to have this challenge trying to run Jenkins.io, it means that um, when you're trying to install Kubernetes or you're trying to install Jenkins, um, there would be differences for people that are using um, different um, laptop specifications. So um, since I had an Ubuntu VM and a Windows machine, I was able to test my documentation on these two um, platforms and um, release content that would shoot whoever was using either of them. So yeah, it was a challenge at the beginning, but in the end, I was able to, <laughs> we were able to turn it around to an advantage for us. That is, uh, I'm just beyond words. I mean, <laughs> this is awesome. I'm, I'm so happy that you were selected and you went through this experience because you walked away with, with a ton of valuable knowledge. Um, what advice do you have for future applicants of Google Season of Docs? So um, my advice would be, um, you don't have to wait until you start Google Season of Docs program to contribute to open source projects to improve your technical writing skills. Uh, before the applications open, you can check out for um, past um, Google Season of Docs projects or even other open source projects that you can contribute to in the meantime, just to try and improve your skills and also your understanding of how um, open source, the open source structure works. So when you eventually get in, it um, reduces um, the time you spend on trying to understand the workflow and the processes. That would be the first advice. Um, the second advice would be to keep writing, um, improve um, research. <laughs> you need to do a lot of research because I know during my time I had to do a lot of research. So if you're someone that doesn't like to research or if you're someone that isn't used to researching, you need to um, work on that also. And um, yeah, I think that'll be it. That's some pretty good advice. Uh, well, thank you so much for sharing your experience about Google Season of Docs um, and, and, and how the Jenkins community, again, welcomes new folks and always tries to help. You just, you just got to ask. Um, there's some really incredible community members um, that, yeah. are, that are just amazing individuals. Um, now let's transition over to Sheet Code Africa, which I'm really excited to talk about. It's a organization with a ton of heart. So uh, Zainab, tell me about what is Sheet Code Africa? All right. So um, Sheet Code Africa is a nonprofit organization and 
community focused on celebrating and empowering women in technology across Africa. And we do this by telling um, their stories, empowering them through technical programs and activities while still helping them um, share their knowledge and ideas through um, writing and um, other platforms. So our vision at SheCode Africa is to build an Africa where women are equally represented across all career roles in technology. And currently, we are a community of over um, 5,000 active women in technology with um, over 32 chapters in six countries and members in over 20 countries in Africa. That is awesome. What role do you play in SheCode Africa? So um, I'm currently the Open Source Programs Manager and I'm responsible for um, championing all open source initiatives across um, SheCode Africa. So my role at um, SheCode Africa is to help more women in Africa get involved in the open source ecosystem and to create more diversity in the open source ecosystem in Africa. And when when was SheCode Africa launched? Um, SheCode Africa was launched on the 13th of September in 2016. Okay, so, so the organization's been around for a while. Um, who founded SheCode Africa? Um, SheCode Africa was founded by Ada Unduka Oyom, <laughs> an amazing person at that. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Um, and so how, how did you end up getting involved in SheCode Africa? So, um, I worked with Ada while she was, um, DevRel, um, developer relations, um, advocates for InterSwitch Group, where I currently work. So I worked with her um, then, and that was when I heard about Chicode Africa, and I got to know about Chicode Africa. Although I didn't start working with Chicode Africa then, um, I found out about the organization then. And I also had another colleague, Edith Young. She's um, the chapter coordinator also for Chicode Africa. I worked with the both of them, and I got to know about the organization, and I really loved um what they were doing. So I just kept observing. And I think um, in April, is it April? I think April last year, February or April, I'm not sure, applications opened for a programs and partnerships lead in Shikod Africa. And that was what I actually applied for. So I reached out to Ada, the founder, since I worked with her, she was no longer at InterSwitch then. I reached out to her to let her know that I saw the vacancy and I applied. I'd like to be part of the team. So um, at that time, I had um, gone through the outreach program and I and Edith Young started an open source mentorship group where we helped um, people who wanted to get accepted into open source programs, people who wanted to get into open source, we kind of give them guidelines and also Ada knew about all this and I told her I had applied for the role. So um, she, she kind of, she asked about my experience in um, program management and all that. And I didn't really have any experience. And I told her that I didn't have experience in program management, but I was ready to learn on the role and I was ready to give it my best. And she made a suggestion that 
instead of going for the programs and partnership lead, she's planning on starting a, an open source initiative within Chicago Africa called mm-hmm. WOSCA, Women of Open Source Community Africa. And considering that she knows I have interest in open source, um, especially with the mentorship group and all that, would this be something I would like to take on instead? And I accepted, and that was how it started. That was how I got into Chicago Africa. That is a really cool story. Um, yeah, congratulations. So you've been with She Could Africa now for almost a year. Yeah. Well, congratulations on your first year anniversary with She Code Africa. Can you, you tell us a little bit more about what technologies She Code Africa focuses on and, and teaches women in Africa? So um, She Code Africa is not um, really focused on a particular technology. We try oh, okay. to, yeah, we try to um, mentor ladies on as much as we can, considering there are different rules. And our goal is to get um, ladies involved in all the rules in tech. Um, all rules. So we have um, programs from back-end development, to front-end development, to cloud, um, web design, and so many um even robotics, <laughs> we, oh, cool. we, yeah, we just, we want to like um, have as much reach as we can. I want to mentor as much ladies as we can. We currently just started um, the leveled um, men- membership um, initiative in Chicago, Africa, where um, members that come into the community could start at level one. Mm-hmm. And this, we have different channels for um, different um, technologies we have for, um, machine learning, we have for front-end development, web design, program management, technical writing. So we have channels for um, all these fields. So across all the fields, um, uh, when members join the community, they can choose to join whichever channel they want to, depending on um, their field of interest or the current field they are. So when you join the community, you start at level one. There are tasks they give to you, the um, pro, um, channel coordinators give. Um, you have the task and resources. If you're able to scale through, you move on to level one up till the highest level. This is just a way of um, keeping the community engaged yeah. and also um, helping them to improve while at this because as you go up the ladder, the tasks become more advanced as you go up the ladder. So this is to help them grow and also keep them engaged within the community. And aside this, we have um, other programs. Aside um, the fact that we try to take in all technologies, we also try to take in ladies at different levels, starting from the grassroots level, which is secondary schools. We have a summer code camp for secondary school girls um, mm-hmm. to try and get them into tech um, in fields like to introduce them to different fields in tech, like web design, um, web design and all that. Um, from the grassroots program, we have the campus chapter program that is for um, ladies in university um, in tertiary institutions. So we have... Um, campus ambassadors that help to um, oversee these programs and these ladies. We have technical and non-technical events also. Um, after this, we have also the city, city 
chapter program. This is um, by states. We have um, different cities in Nigeria, outside Nigeria, Kenya, and other um, countries like that. Um, then we have the mentorship program also. So this mentorship program is where we have um, mentor um, mentees, people, um, ladies come in as mentees, and they have dedicated mentors to mentor them in their different um, fields also to help them grow and help them improve. So yeah, um, I'll say we have so many programs that put across different technologies. We have our cloud bootcamp also that we started um, for ladies in cloud, where we're part partnering with um, Demos Cloud for that. So yeah, different programs, different technology. That's that's really great resources for for these girls and and and, and women. Um, that's amazing. So I know that you right now you have a program coming up um, and it's a boot camp. Tell, do you want to tell yeah. me more about this boot camp and how either applicants can get involved or um, you know sponsors? Okay. Um, so um, we have an open source boot camp coming up and we've tagged it Contributhon. This is a four-week open source bootcamp where we match um, ladies in Africa with open source organizations to work on a project for four weeks. And um, at the end of the project, um, participants get um, stipend, stipend rather, after successfully completing um, the project. And we also plan to reward um, top 10 contributors at the end of the bootcamp. So um, right now, we are just, we are at the phase of um, looking for sponsor organizations and mentor organizations to mentor these ladies. And um, sometime in March, um, application for participants will open and the bootcamp will officially kick off in April. So um, at the end of the post-camp in April, the mentors are going to evaluate the participants, participants will evaluate the open source organizations also, because it's important that we um, get um, the experience of these ladies working with um, all these open source organizations. And um, after um, evaluating the results, we announced the um, successful participants in May and they will be rewarded. So, yeah, so right now we are at the phase of um, looking for sponsor organizations and mentor organizations. And um, how can an organization come into this um, program or help? You can help by um, sponsoring the program because we intend to pay um, these participants stipends at the end of the day. So um, you can help by coming in as a sponsor organization and also a mentor organization to um, mentor these participants and what the organization stands again. So um, should an organization choose to sponsor um, this program, you automatically have the opportunity to be a mentor organization to mentor these participants. You will also have the opportunity to engage, um, to get more involved in the open source ecosystem in Africa. You have the opportunity to usher in um, a new generation of diverse contributors to open source. Um, you also have the opportunity to make um, connections and um, long-term friendships um, with new communities 
um, Shikod Africa, as I mentioned earlier, has um, chapter presence in six countries and members in over 20 countries. So um, sponsoring this um, program will give you the opportunity to make connect connections with these um, communities. So, yeah, that's it. Thank you so much. I'm very excited about your boot camp, and I hope folks get involved. Um, like Zainab mentioned, they're looking for mentors and sponsors. Um, and so this is the opportunity to help some African women uh, come into the open source community. Uh, thank you so much. It's been such a pleasure talking to you. I had so much fun getting to getting to know you and, and learning more about your experience at Google Season of Docs and also learning about what you do for SheCode Africa, which is very, very cool. Thank you. I wanted to add something else also. So um, for um, organizations who would like to be part of SheCode Africa, or who would like to support um, what we do at Chicago Africa? There are so many ways um, you can do this. You can do this um, by um, giving financial donations. It could be laptop sponsorship and donations. Um, it could be learning resource um, sponsorship. Because one of the um, program or one of the things we do at Chicago Africa is we try to make resources available to this ladies and some of them are actually paid courses. So um, you could choose to sponsor or help us by um, giving um, access to these resources. Um, you could also become a partner um, Shikod Africa, we have different types of partner, community partners, like Open Source Community Africa is a community partner for um, our open source initiative at Shikod Africa. You could also be a program partner like Demos Cloud is currently partnering with Shikod Africa for uh, Cloud Bootcamp currently. Um, you could be a hiring partner where um, you help, you take in um, ladies, Shikod African um, ladies into your organization. It doesn't necessarily have to be direct. If there's some form of training or um, training that they need to go through, we could work with your organization to train these ladies to that level before taking them in. And other ways, if there are other ways also, you think that you can um, come in and help um, these ladies in Shikod Africa, you could always reach, uh, reach out to us um, in programs at shikodafrica.org rather or partnership at shikodafrica.org. Yeah. Thank you. Awesome. Thanks so much. All right.